You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. Welcome back to Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. I'm George. And I'm Haley. We are back from the break. Yeah, season two, everybody. Season two, that's right. And we're ringing it in with Godzilla 2014. That's the Brian Cranston Godzilla. Yeah, with Gareth, uh, done by Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, that's right. He was a bit, he's a pretty big nerd. I think if you had to put down your nerd cred on a piece of paper, you said, I wrote a Godzilla movie. That's pretty high up there. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, and he did what, Rogue, Rogue One? after that now, and we're gonna and we'll discuss a little bit about that because i heard that there was i heard there was a little bit of a cleanup crew on both of those films yeah that sounds about right yeah 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 but did he do scott pilgrim scott pilgrim i don't know but yeah here's a little uh a little inside georgie information for all the georgie x oh yeah oh georgie x <laughs> georgie x coming in coming in hot yeah not a fan not a fan of scott scott pilgrim oh really i really always liked it. always hate it i know and i i think it like I the know. comic or did you hate the the both never read the comic i like the concept but oh, i edgar hate wright. i hate hate hated the movie edgar wright i don't know why i thought gareth edwards edgar wright that's yeah right. just so yeah. everybody knows i had a migraine yesterday and <laughs> and i uh uh, my, if if you have migraines, you'll understand this. I have a migraine hangover, which means like all associations my brain makes, I have to. I feel like I have to reach out and grab them and bring them close. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> from the ether. If if I may, it is the Godzilla of headaches. It truly is. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That was happening in my skull. <laughs> before we yesterday. before we get too ahead of, too ahead of ourselves, yes. we should introduce our guests. Yes, this week. we should. Yeah, we have the wonderful and talented Ify Nawadaway. Ify. Welcome hey, to the how's show. it going? Woo! Hey, how you oh, doing? Oh, that's our live studio audience. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. So good to have you. If you uh, such a talented comedian, writer, actor, you do it all. Yeah. I do, do too much. Yeah. I do way too much. I need to calm down. I need to sleep. You, but you know what? Looking good while doing it. Yeah, Looking good you. while doing oh, thank it. You. And if he's like one of the nicest guys I've ever met, and and also if he like I keep seeing you pop up in just random places. I was watching Everywhere. a. You've been gift out. Yeah, you've been. A, you're on gifts. I, I saw you. I was watching <laughs> a man of gifts. <laughs> you made it. You're on a gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just giving it up. <laughs> Isn't it exciting though? Like we have a friend, Dave Tooney, who is on. There's a, okay. There's a very famous gift that you've. I'm sure everybody listening right now has seen. It's a guy crying, like a bald guy crying in a shower. Hour. And it's not me, it's another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, he's got like a, a mustache, like a detective mustache. Yeah. He's one of the funniest guys, Dave, too. And that gif is yes. like everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yep. I do. It feels good to be like, I know. Oh, People yeah. Are like, I know yeah, person. use me as a reaction. Yeah, let me react to that for you. Yeah. 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 Another, exactly. uh, we should mention this too. Another one of our friends, Nathan Barnett. He is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's also, he's also a bald guy with like, you know, kind of like long hair. Listen, bald he's, guys are made for gifts. <laughs> this is just what it is. I think I might, I might be in one. Um, But this guy, he's, he did some Skittles commercials a long time ago. And he, Came up with this dance. It's his dance that oh, yeah. he danced for. Um, I forget the the singer. It's like a French singer, a French pop singer that he's a big fan of. He made this dance for her, and in, in the, some of the videos that he danced for, that dance ended up in Fortnite. It is the one of the biggest Fortnite dances. Yeah, yeah, and it was really? actually, huh? And it was actually What's the dance. I think it's the default dance. That's Nathan Barnett. I think Whoa. that's it. Yeah, he like clap 
Running Man? No, not the Running Man. That's okay, that's, the, okay, so it's that's not the, the Scrubs. Man. That's the default Dan. Okay, that's oh, okay, the okay, real okay, hashtag okay. gamer here. It, so come with the facts. yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's the one. It's the one with the, the 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 twisting hands where he kind of like does a twisty hand up and down. Oh, that one. Yeah, oh, that one. Where the guy with the glasses would like do it all the time. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And that oh was my god. That's Nathan Barnett's hands, Nathan and it, it was controversial. Wow. Because they didn't. Pay him. Oh yeah, no, it's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's been the whole uh, issue with Bioware and their dances. Is it's kind of uh, almost appropriated a lot of black dances because, and mm. it, it's not even that it's like oh they're using it without paying. That's a problem on its own, but it sure. ends up in Fortnite, and then that dance becomes the Fortnite dance and not the dance of the black creator that made it. Right, and in they, they yeah they really take ownership. And it was interesting because it took me back to when that like Harlem Shake trend was there yes. and people were real mad about it. And I was like, why are you mad? It's just a goofy trend. And then I went, there was like this YouTube documentary someone tried to make about the right. real Harlem Shake. And like, it was all these dumb kids in there who was like, that's not your dance. The This YouTuber made it. Does it? And I was like, oh, that's the problem is they people really, because to me, they I really knew think. the origin of the Harlem Shake. Right. I was like, who, this, that's insane. Who would think that anyone besides diddy and all them it was a new york thing and it's like oh no it's dumb idiot 10 to 14 year olds on youtube who truly are like this is this youtuber's dance this is where i first saw it therefore yeah that's where it comes from oh my gosh it's people have the memory of a fruit fly on the internet with the (laughs) shit Um, it's so fucking true there's a this is like maybe inside baseball for youtube world but you know PewDiePie, the biggest YouTuber. Yeah. Um, yeah. He t- he kind of like did this parody. Is he in trouble or something now? Uh, I don't He's know. Every other in and out of trouble. Every, got it. Okay, got it. Got every it. Other, yeah, yeah, who knows? But uh, every other week there seems to be some some controversy that uh, that's supposed to cancel somebody. But anyway, so PewDiePie PewDiePie, PewDiePie um, did a parody of uh, Jack Douglas, uh, Jack's films of his. Oh. Uh, yesterday I said, or yesterday you asked me, whatever. And it was very clearly a parody, but over time, PewDiePie's fans thought Jack Douglas was ripping off PewDiePie, even though it was a a parody. Whoa. To the point where where PewDiePie had to come out and be like, guys, this is just a joke, man. This is a a bit we're doing for for years. And they started attacking. And yeah, it's pretty crazy. Man, people, you know what? People got to get a hobby. This is what I always come back to is I'm like, whatever happened to like, well, you that know, is the new hobby. A, health, a new healthy hobby. Ho- being yeah. toxic and shitty. <laughs> well, it's so funny because you think about it like, you know, we it, it's the idea of celebrity just kind of transferred. Because if you think about the way that people thought of like the Spice Girls and, you right. know, Cisco and, and you have that same energy, but then you, it's almost on steroids because you have that energy for someone who seems like personable someone who seems like just Mm -hmm. like you so your need and desire to protect them is heightened because they're not this untouchable you know deified celebrity this is a regular human being and you have to get the pitchforks to protect them at all costs because they mean something to you yeah i think yeah i think that that people's identity gets intertwined with these people a hundred percent yeah and and more so with youtube creators because you feel like there is a layer of accessibility um with traditional celebrities that you do have like you know many many i guess guards you have like their agents and their managers Mm -hmm. and you have people who protect them their handlers that sort of thing before you can access them like if you wanted to reach out to uh, jimmy fallon there are many layers you have to go through or you could like you know Right. Roll the dice with Twitter, but it's unlikely he's going to see it. It could be like someone who's managing his account. But even celebrities at that point, like Jamila Jamil got like that whole thing. Did yeah. you guys know about no, that? No, what's, what's the... Uh, oh, God, it's the craziest. I mean, some... 
look, Jamila. Jamila Jamila Jamil herself has made herself a little too accessible, right? Wait, I'm not familiar. Who is she was on the Good the, Place. The Good Place. She's the really uh, pretty lady. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> she's like t- she's like tall and perfect, and uh, she's she's really good in the show. Uh, but she got like she I don't you know she probably puts herself too much out there, and then eventually somebody went went in on her. Ooh, what and happened? When, how it makes. The thing is, it's so crazy. It's like somebody was somebody. <laughs> this is the height of the internet. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say this in one sentence. <laughs> this woman armchair diagnosed Jamila Jamil with Munchausen syndrome. Wow! And used a bunch of interviews where she's like maybe fudged the truth on certain like injuries she's had to prove it. Yeah. And then James Blake had to come out and be like, "Get away from Jamila." <laughs> And yeah. It was like, like literally me saying this, it makes me just like embarrassed to even say that this is a thing. Yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> I didn't know the origin of it. I just knew that it was just something about her being disabled and uh and james blake was like no you're not there the cold nights where i'm wiping her down like his was dramatic but you know that's your boo so i'm not gonna clap at you too hard but i will say it was very dramatized instead of he could have been a simple tweet of just like fuck off y'all like you know leave my wife alone so as you two are talking i'm looking i I had to google what munchausen syndrome is it says it's a uh factitious disorder is it factitious or or fictitious facetious oh no it's it's spelled f-a-s-e factitious what is that word <laughs> let me google that word <laughs> doesn't wikipedia no. okay See, that's why i don't google stuff you google one oh. thing you gotta google yep, the next that's thing it. factitious a- i just learned what this word is okay it says it's not produced by natural forces so it's unnatural so it's an unnatural disorder or a mental disorder in which a person repeatedly and deliberately acts as if he or she has a physical or mental illness when he or she is not really sick. Oh, my gosh. I think I know people like this. For real. For real. I yeah. know someone well, I know. the word and you're already putting it to use. Yeah. There you go. I would say, I would say many of Godzilla's foes when they're down. Yeah. Have pulled this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, get up. Oh, he's Munchausen right now. Sedora's yeah. got some Munchausen. Yeah, Godzilla Munchausen's their faces to death. Hey, let's speak it up, Godzilla. We should get to the movie this week. What'd you guys? First of all, what'd you guys think of this movie? Let's give it a little mini review. This is the 2014 yeah. Brian Cranston Godzilla. 2014 Gareth I'm, Edwards Godzilla. I know what everyone else thought about it, but I loved it when it came out. Yes, because I, I thought it was great. Uh, you know, enough. It's it, whenever people attempt. I, I will just get into this rant right now, but whenever there is a, you know, kaiju-esque movie, uh, and I'm just saying that, I'm really just speaking about this movie and Cloverfield, there is a storytelling structure that kaiju movies have kind of oh my God, built in, yep. and, yes. and like, when that is repeated over here... The Americans don't get it. They're like, "Why am I not seeing the monster well, all the I time?" Just, just, more stuff. Yeah, and and that's kind of my only problems with this Godzilla is the forced forced human element that yes. we have to add to American yes. movies to yes. make people comfortable. Like, oh, you have to see someone and, and 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 know their name to care about a yes. catastrophe. Uh, you know, I think it's that says more about true. you than yes. than. Oh my God, Iffy. Yes, this is that's exactly my feelings on this too. Uh, the same exact thing after the movie when a bunch of people were like, "Oh, I thought it was boring." I was like, 
literally it follows the format of a Godzilla movie. Yeah. The, what did as, you think? As a reminder to all you noobs, Godzilla was an allegory for the atomic bomb that was dropped on their country. Right. So it's not a story about necessarily how do we defeat this monster? It's surviving and life after a catastrophe. Right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, and I think that's that's when you're going to nail, uh, except for King of the Monsters, I feel like that one you're able to nail because you know it's a kaiju fighting movie. Right. There, there are two types. You have the Godzilla movie and you have the Godzilla fighting movies and I think that one's easier for Americans to comprehend and I think that's why those ones Uh, tend to be the most popular ones over here where it's like Godzilla versus Mothra everyone knows that yes you know but yeah I I love the slow burn of a catastrophe movie and like watching them kind of react to this unstoppable force because that's the idea of it is like what do you do when you are put up against something you just simply cannot stop yeah it's a juggernaut it just keeps going up I'm so happy you said that because this is this is something we've touched on a couple of times throughout the podcast as we've rewatched all of these movies is that there's kind of like three formats for a kaiju film, which one of which we you just described with the Godzilla 2014 that it's like this you know slow moving catastrophe that's you know it takes its time and it rolls in, and Americans really hate that translation. And then there's the SmackDown one, mm-hmm. and some Americans get that one and some others don't. And then there's the one that's like truly at its core the the embodiment of what it was all about, which are kind of more horror and tragic. Yeah, and then and we and Shin Godzilla is like that, you yes. know, and yeah. it's like that's in terms of recent ones. So we've had three that are like right in the realm over and overall. But yes, Americans have trouble with the translation. And I think also I'm sure it gets executive noted to death oh, yeah. when they're like, we can't just trust it to be. I know it, it should be. It almost feels unfair to say necessarily Americans because they never had the chance to do it. Right, right. It's more so just, uh, I guess, the American studio heads who th- feel like because, you know, all of us here have worked in, you know, television stuff and there's the idea and necessarily like I'm not even going to uh, I'm not even going to like come try and knock it aka i still want to work i get y'all suits who may be listening to this yeah rap with you but like because you're going based off of like data and what has worked you have to you must yes you 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 must but you also have to take risks and if you're like this is the best way to tell this story you got to let go you know and i think that we haven't had someone at the helm of a kaiju movie who could do the let's no we're gonna we're gonna do it this way way. trust me trust me that's because you need that trust for them to be like all right yeah we need that auteur director that definitely like just cannot be touched yeah and i I just wonder if it'll be an american director solely operating with toho yeah well i mean i'm waiting for that for a godzilla movie yes but i would say that the closest we've seen to that is is probably guillermo del toro's pacific rim yeah yes that yes that did experiment a little bit and it was a fun movie and uh i I didn't realize this until literally like two weeks ago but there was a sequel they made yeah like oh you didn't know about that i didn't even see it extremely I, i i don't think i told either of you this story but like after pacific rim i was like yo if i ever like got 
Hollywood clout, the first thing I'm going to do is make a sequel to Pacific Rim where I play uh, Comstock's uh, or uh, Idris Elba's character's son. Amazing. And what does the other Nigerian uh, do as soon as he gets some clout? He goes and makes a sequel to Pacific Rim where he's his son. So I was very, I was a little pissy at that. I, uh, I don't think I, I think I still haven't seen it yet. I was that. Oh, mad. I don't blame you. Because it's and it's like, of course, that's a, I of course anybody who loves kaiju movies will want to do that, but it's just like the added flavor of it being another like nigerian like <laughs> actor that was like you truly god damn it one up to me again john boyega uh, but yeah it oh, was I, man. I saw one of the fight scenes recently like yeah, on youtube it didn't do well and no. a lot of people yeah a lot of people weren't and i'm talking about my rim heads who uh were into yeah. it they were like mm, not as good so right. i'd love to watch it and like see what might have felt yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. I like the fight that I saw. But, uh, hey, look, it was no Godzilla. no big budget. Yeah. 2014, Brian Cranston Godzilla. I'll say this much. By the way, Ify, um, while you were telling us the uh, the recap and the description of the types of kaiju movies, Haley and I looked at each other like, oh, my God. This is it's yeah. so amazing to hear this because you super fan. perfectly super crystallized fan. it. That's yep. absolutely what it is. Um and I want to know what your your history is with Godzilla. Like, when did you first start watching yeah. Godzilla? Oh, man. I mean, well, it's just kind of uh, cluttered in with my just general weeb history. Uh, <laughs> Excellent, I, yes. I think my first, like, experience with knowing how long um, Godzilla ran is one of my friends uh, in a in high school his friend was a huge godzilla fan and had a whole collection he was showing me this and i was like oh man you got this huge godzilla uh collection it's great as all this and he looks me in the face he goes every gay man loves godzilla and i was like <laughs> all right i just i just uh took that information oh God, and yeah he, is that, that true i i don't know i will say uh alonzo from who shot you also godzilla fan so oh two for two uh in in my because that's amazing yeah. really i love that um <laughs> yeah so so here's a little bit of inside uh info into that maybe maybe what was the seed of this podcast happening Haley and i went to see this movie together yes we did we when it first came out and we were both talking about because uh we we just like in passing we'd been we've been friends for a long time and we yeah. in passing mentioned that we both like godzilla we show up to this movie uh screening with a bunch of our friends and we're talking about how much we love godzilla i showed Haley my wallpaper on my phone and it was the godzilla uh from final, final wars. wars that's yeah. right with the blue background or whatever and yeah. Haley had the same thing on her phone it was great it was wow. such a moment and we it sat we were like geeked out together it was, it was my like, cover it was my phone your cover. phone cover that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was your wallpaper it was great and we didn't know that we were gonna like we weren't talking about making a Godzilla podcast back yeah. then, but we continued talking about Godzilla for years, and yes. then finally, you know, that was uh, maybe the genesis of this. I think it was. We'd mm-hmm. been talking about it forever, and then yeah. it was like, yeah, last year, yeah. it was just like a confluence of factors. I, okay, and I remember, so uh, we should maybe get to the movie. Yeah, let's jump into the movie. Yes. We have it up on screen right now, and it's where he he unveils himself, and yeah, I keep we looking see, at it. And, yeah, we see Godzilla. Oh, so and the cool. first thing is, this is one of my favorite designs. Even though I do have a soft spot for T-Rex Godzilla in the, uh, what year was that? Nine, was that the 90s, or was that the early Oh, my God, you like Zilla? 1998? Yeah. Are you like the 98 Zilla? Yeah, I, I love the T-Rex look, because it was something different. I was okay, like, this that's is fair. wild. That's that's fair. But this one, I was like, oh man, this is. You're into it. My I love next it. to Shin, this is uh, one yes. of my favorites. Because you know what? Because uh, this Godzilla looks like he lifts. Yeah. And, and oh, that's, yeah. What yeah. It, that's what it is. Thick, because yeah, he's the you, thick I don't know if you guys thick like. Zilla. I don't know if you've seen the gifts of Iffy or whatever, but like Iffy lifts. <laughs> Iffy lifts. Iffy lifts. <laughs> so, so yeah. Hashtag yeah. Iffy lifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie, I, I really enjoyed it. I do think that it, to, to Iffy's point from earlier, uh, if they this speaks to all of the American Godzilla films is that uh, leaning into taking risks a little bit more and uh, letting it be something completely different, I think would be a good idea. Also because uh, film is becoming so international finally. So like you don't need to constantly cater to American audiences yeah. anymore. So like, yeah. In bring fact, in, you, you won't survive if you, you just won't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like bringing in the, the, basic like the the mythos the shinto lore that's behind a lot of a lot i mean you know um, like almost all japanese art forms but like but godzilla in particular that gets bring brought into that like i think they shouldn't be afraid to do that um but but that being said i really enjoyed this i thought this was a really good way for godzilla to re-enter after the 1998 godzilla uh and uh and so this was it was directed by gareth edwards 2014 uh it's the 30th film in the godzilla franchise uh was the first film that legendary was was taken over for the MonsterVerse, mm. and uh the second one to be completely produced by a hollywood studio after uh 1998 uh godzilla uh and this had uh significantly more i'd say more japanese input though there's like a lot more people uh behind the scenes that were uh that they they did a, a pretty good job of involving uh like nice. japanese production designers and that sort of thing well thank god because toho learned from the 1998 godzilla uh if he, we had a, we did that episode <laughs> yes. uh, with, with, with betty sidaro yeah and we learned during that episode uh Haley, i think from the the book that you have that um <laughs> when yep. they when they revealed the design to toho studios because they had it all under you know cover wrap, it was like wrapped and sealed they they unveiled the curtain on the little uh, model that they created, and there was two minutes of silence. Dead silence, where they just stared at it, and then they said, "This is very different." <laughs> yeah, I have to think about it. And then the next day, they came back and said, "Go do it." Yeah, because they trusted him because he just had a huge hit, Independence Day. Independence oh, Day. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he nonchalockified the Martian invasion, mm-hmm. basically. So they were like, "Well, that'll work." But then there's a there's a, a now another legend that's arisen with that arisen with that where they were uh, uh, Emmerich was basically just daring them to say no because he didn't really want to do it. Yeah, and Tim Burton really wanted to do it. Which oh, wow. can you imagine yeah. a Tim Burton Godzilla? I'd, I'd, yeah, that one would be. I feel like a darker. Yeah, I love it. I would love it. It'd be darker for sure. But yeah. um, this one was, uh, I you know they did a really good job on uh, taking care. Of, like they learned lessons from the '98 one where they really went full Hollywood, and they had like they kept uh, Yoshimitsu Bano as an executive producer, and that guy co-directed and wrote Hedora. Oh, nice. So I mean, uh, we got some good people in here. I I, I will say the one thing uh, I really didn't like. I just want to get this out of the way. I really didn't like that. Brian Cranston was in this movie, and I'll say, well, I, you know, and it's not because I don't like Brian Cranston. He's one of the best actors. You, you cannot deny that he's an incredible actor. He's an incredible talent. However, he's also a very expensive talent. And I That's think true. my theory, right, going into this movie and coming out of it, was that every minute of Brian Cranston on screen was one less minute of Godzilla for the budget. <laughs> 
So I would have liked to see. I mean, because that's why they killed him off early on. But he, they couldn't afford to pay him for the whole movie because yeah. they're like, well, we got to put Godzilla in here. It's yeah. either that or the Godzilla of actors. And so Brian Cranston, they killed him off pretty early on. But I think that was to to try to legitimize Godzilla to, with mm-hmm. American audiences in the West. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely because he was a name everyone kind of knew at the time. He was really popping coming off that Breaking Bad interview. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it would got it got the butts in the seat. It's kind of the one two punch. Yeah. You know, there's there's lots of like techniques like that that really does go uh, work well where you it just does. kind of you you're like oh the, come for this but this is what we're really yeah they 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 brought Brian Cranston in and then they uh, and then they Game of Thrones him yeah, yeah. <laughs> got rid of him like the end of the first act <laughs> yeah that was real funny to me I was like oh okay I thought you were gonna be a big part of this movie yeah it was jarring how often did they have your basically your main protagonist get killed in the first act and then like that's it that's the end that's of that 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 was wild. Yeah, focus on Godzilla now. But I liked that. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a great choice. I was like, all right, see, because he's not the main character. And that yeah. was my biggest, like with the most recent one, my biggest thing with, with uh, and you guys may have seen me on Screen, screen Junkies. Did you, did you see me on Screen Junkies going in on Dan? No. I went, I took Dan to task for his bad review of, the, of King of the Monsters. Dan. <laughs> I tell you, I was like, because cause I was like, every time... Every time he was commenting on the human story, I said, Dan, what's the name of the film? Dan, what's the name of the film? Oh, yeah. And he's like, Which Dan? Who's this, by the way? What's Dan's last name? Uh, Mural. Yeah, Mural. Okay, so it's on Screen Junkies. Yes. And I, I, I mean, like, no offense, Dan seems like a nice person, but I obliterated him. Okay. (laughs) I, I, I I Godzilla atomic fire breathed him. Yeah. I was like, I'm not standing for this, and and like all the comments were from Godzilla fans being like, yeah, because yeah. he was wrong, and it's okay to be wrong, yeah, um, but not about Godzilla, not about no, uh, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> it's to be fine wrong about Godzilla. Uh, some differences with this one in the 1988 one. I mean, there's some really obvious differences, but like they were really, really careful about the design on Godzilla oh, yeah. for this one. They said they triple checked to make sure they were doing it just, just right. They needed to make sure that the design was just right. Um, yeah, I remember the day they uh, revealed it to fans. Like yes. they showed because that's a that's actually a big thing for non Godzilla heads is mm-hmm. like seeing the design of Godzilla before it. Mm-hmm. I, and it and when it came out, people were so because I remember when I saw the design of Shin Godzilla and I was like, I got to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Shin Godzilla, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool, yeah. When I remember seeing that 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 Toho tweet and I yeah. was like. All right, well, I'm going to see it. Hell but, yeah. like, same thing for this one. It was cool to like everyone in agreement of like this is a good design. I mean, they called him the thick one. Uh Japanese fans, I do yeah, remember they, the, they, the they, they they were like, "Oh, yeah, it is American eat yeah, McDonald's." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that too, but in the end we were all happy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I love it. I love Thick Godzilla. Like, yeah. this is just what it... And they made bases movement off of Komodo dragons and bears, which I felt oh, like nice. th- makes sense. Also, I thought the Mutos were fucking cool as yeah. hell. Though That was a good ass... They were like... That was a really, really good villain. Yeah. They look like Kabutos from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was interesting, though, because I remember at first I was a little like, uh, here's the big 
scene they keep showing in the trailer like it fucking matters i every time yeah. i see them focus on humans and not the big godzilla battle right it was like it was like okay yeah I, like whatever. It's, it's one of the weirdest things because like i can't be fully mad because i definitely understand i definitely right. know that in a perfect world they would not have this stuff but to appease and get it made they do but it's still like it's like it's like i'm always a proponent of shots yeah just because they look cool but uh, it is like this is just because it looks cool. It's just because it looks cool. We don't have to do much about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that. <clears throat> I think sometimes, yeah, they they overboil the egg on it with these American productions because yeah. they're not realizing. To your point earlier, from earlier, is like that they are cha- they're just trying to survive this natural disaster. Really, yeah. like Godzilla is a natural disaster. They're trying to survive it, so we don't need all of this extra crap around it and i said i even i told george and our our listeners for the king of the monsters plot i i thought actually king of the monsters plot might have even been more finessed if it just based around the twins that the the that the mothra twins basically how they nod to it and i was yeah i was like make one live in japan one live in america after the events of 2014 they disagreed about whether kaijus are good or bad they they haven't spoken to each other since one thinks kaiju are that no matter what they'll bring destruction one believes that sometimes they're benevolent and they have to agree to bring to raise mothra and like and then bring her back to help godzilla yeah and i'm like that that's all you need because yeah. then then we're just living with a disaster story of godzilla coming out and then there then then like the conflict comes from do we unleash the one we have control over yeah. and will it be helpful oh eh? that's good yeah eh? Eh? anyway very cool that's hire me yeah. Haley Mancini, screenwriter. <laughs> <laughs> screenwriter, voiceover. We don't even talk about Haley's credits enough on the yeah, show. Yeah. Haley's done it all. Uh, and uh, director, comedian, yeah. does it all. I'm all over the place. All the things. I'm, I'm everywhere, but you've heard of me nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you've not heard of her everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's jump into the plot of this. Yeah. So we get a nice setup where they they do the bikini atoll setup. Mm-hmm. They go they do like some tip back to the 1954 Godzilla. Um, really cool setup, by the way. I really thought, great. I thought it was neat. They did a good job of scale or. or Early on in the movie, showing yeah. like the you know the huge like uh, the pits and uh, there was a real funny line of dialogue I wanted to bring in, but basically they're like uh, we lost forty miners down there. I'm like, ha, huh, miners. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then we get to see uh, Sarazawa. Yeah, 1998. You go fast forward. So they try to yeah they're trying to kill him with the atomic bomb. You know, 1999. Monarch scientists, they got Serzawa, and then you have Vivian Graham, who uh, is Sally Sally Hawkins, uh, and and of course Ken Watanabe's Serzawa, and uh, they they're checking out the they do like this one. I loved this because this felt like classic Godzilla shit, where they're like looking at a skeleton that was similar to Godzilla, and they're in the in, in a uranium mine in the Philippines. You're like, oh yeah, this is Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're hitting all the things. By the way, Ken Watanabe is such a good actor. I'm oh, such yeah. a huge fan. Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah. He's got a he's great also face. Such a babe. Oh, he's my babe of the movie. Oh, he's. I have a babe in the movie, and it's oh. not Aaron whatever yeah yeah, yeah. No, he was yeah. looking mad goof yeah major <laughs> major aaron taylor johnson not yeah no ken watsonabi's like you look at that him and you're like listen like you guys are two straight guys but i think we can all look at him and be like that's a man yeah he, oh, yeah. he yeah, hell yeah 
I think he was also uh, he starred as the face of some several like samurai video games. So I think that's why I have an oh, affinity yeah. towards him. Yeah, Me too. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're wasn't right. he like uh, was that it uh, Onimusha three or something? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. You, so if you, I know you're a big gamer too. Have you played the Onimusha series? Quick aside. Not really. No. Oh, they're so fantastic. Yeah. Oh, is that the one that you were playing one time when I came over and you were like, "This is so fucking hard." Oh no, I was playing Sekiro. Which oh, also yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sekiro is like Sekiro is very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it won game of the year. Yeah, uh, rightly so. But Neo Two is coming out soon. We got to oh, talk about man. that. That's yeah, yeah, soon. yeah. Anyway, but back Souls to Godzilla. Types. <laughs> yeah, back to Godzilla. So they, uh, so they have they they see these spores, right? This is where the they find two spores. There's one that's sleeping and one is hatched with a trail to the sea. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Very that cool. I love all of the pieces. To Ify's point from earlier, this is the clues that are starting to tell you that the hurricane is coming. Oh, yeah. I love it. Also, like a nice nod that maybe we might get Godzuki in the future. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> and and Godzuki. <laughs> oh, man. How did that survive as long as it I did? I don't know, but it's so... We rewatched that with Mark Wooten. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> on this, and Mark loves it. Mark, and they were just like... That kid is that little blonde kid is fucking abusive to Godzuki. He's an oh, yeah. asshole. But oh, yeah. he's a real asshole. From the depths, there is Why is he even in the theme? Why is he? Because they need to sell toys. <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb. Yeah. It's Pete the Magic Dragon, right? Yeah. It's Pete the Magic Dragon. Yeah, we pieced it together if he, uh, during that episode. So uh, the, there's a kid named Pete in that one, and he's like a blonde kid. He's, yeah. he's like friends with this little magical dragon. It's like, well, guess what came out the year before? Pete and the uh, Magic Dragon. No way. Yeah. Yep. So once we put that together, it was like, well, that's that. Yep, there it is. Uh so, so then the the spore that went is it, it goes away, right? You know, but then there's the other is unhatched and they take it to Nevada. Yeah. In a place called Yucca Mountain. And it's placed in a nuclear waste repository, probably near all of the E. T. games. Yeah. Uh remember <laughs> you know that, right? You guys know that No wait, what? What oh where know? they buried all the E. T. games? Yeah. yeah. All the so games, they, yeah. Yeah, they, in the, in the... yeah. That's near that's the same desert. Oh wow. By the way. That's where they dragged all the ET games and buried them was and near this. For a uh, quick, uh, for if you don't know what happened in the uh, 80s, uh, Atari made a bunch of ET games that for the terrible. movie. Terrible. Terrible games. And they they didn't, they wanted to rush it to market because they thought, you know what? They're, this game's going to get such gangbusters because it was the biggest movie. And they made, they produced more cartridges than there were systems. Did and they, they th- really? Yes, and they, because they thought that people would buy extra copies just to be collectors. What a nightmare. And then it came out, and it was That's one of so the bad. just universally worst games ever made. So they buried them in a landfill in New Mexico. And, uh, then, oh, it was New Mexico. Yeah, it was New Mexico, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, they, um, and, then, and then they're so ice cold, they wanted to prevent people from digging these up, so they poured cement on them. No way. That's yeah. fucking, like, they gave it a mafia death. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. But also... Yeah. I don't blame them because that game was fucking trash. It was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was trash. Boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> boo boo. Such outright. And garbage. standards were real low for the Atari. It's like yeah. you know you got like the tank game and you got ping pong. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pong, like that was it. <laughs> do pong again? Yeah, but do they pong. Were like, again. Nope. You, they were outdone by the Noid. Uh, <laughs> <like this. laughs> <Rough>. So. <laughs> 
so back to the to the film uh the uh, they're in t- uh, you go to Tokyo and uh you're at that nuclear power plant in Janjira and then we have this is where we're at with Cranston right yeah he plays a guy named Joseph Brody yeah. uh, and his wife and they well, live in Japan he plays a guy named Walter White in Godzilla yep. he's just he's just Walter White's can we just be honest it's <laughs> yep. Walter White's character he cries the same way he's angry the same way he's really upset he's very affected and he like he's a good actor okay mm-hmm. I like Brian Cranston he's good but just cut him yes. <laughs> <Poor Godzilla>. well, <laughs> cut I mean the movie is 123 minutes long and, and a Godzilla movie really should just be 90 minutes yeah. so I will say the one thing that I will give people that were critiquing the film I was like I'm like yeah you could 20% shorter and none of that should be from the monster yeah that was it like just I, here's my art I don't think I don't think cut Brian Cranston because I liked that I like that little I like that game maneuver of taking out the protagonist and being like shit got real yeah Kill Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> is he the main um, soldier guy? Yes. Yeah, he's so... G.I. Joe boring. I mean, uh, yeah, fuck, he... man. Because you know, he, like, you're not really helping. You're just in the way. Yes. Just go, go somewhere. But I think you're right. Yeah, it, it's once again, just that forced human element of like, we shall persist. Yeah, we know. We... That's why, that's that's the epilogue of these stories is he... us persisting. Yes, exactly. My my criticism of him as a, in this movie is like his he is so forgettable like I cannot remember his face and it's yeah. and I, like I can be looking at his face and I can't remember it I can't dry it other than just like dot dot smiley face you know yeah. like it's just a very nondescript kind of every every guy. <sighs> Uh, what well, we have on screen, by the way, because we've had it running, but the kiss of death is about to happen. Yeah, and yeah, Godzilla's fighting the 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 uh, mutos. I mean, yeah. that's one like, thing too. Oh, is like, fuck. is I like that because I will, you know, will give credit where credit is due. Peter Jackson really up the game in like yes. monster movie yes. kills. Like, oh yeah, and I feel like everyone has stepped it up because you know, ever since the face splitter T Rex scene, yes. that's yes. all yes. anyone yes. can talk about from King Kong. You know, yes. So so it's like all right we got to do it and of course you know that's why pacific rim is uh-huh. one of the all-time goats using a freighter ship as a bat will never get old. Oh, it's so, so cool <laughs> oh, so that good. soundtrack too. and this just like i mean we'll, all right we'll come back around to it but like godzilla gives this kiss of death to the muto where he breathes his atomic fire breath down his throat and then rips his head off yeah, and i'm yeah. like that was just like what, oh, I screamed Same. at the theater. Yeah. Because we're so excited. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's the American influence I want to see in this movie. Yes. It's like, yes! we definitely are way more violent. And you kind of get that leeway when it's two monsters. Like, it's yes! not as. Uh, it doesn't take you aback as much because you're just cheering of like monster. Yeah, it's like monster. Fucking d- the wrestling match yeah. with monsters. Like so, yeah, get hyper violent. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. The thing we don't need is to pretend like we care about military man <laughs> and his nurse lady. Yeah. <laughs> military man is the exact way to describe. It. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy yeah. in the military. Like I don't even. I here's my suggestion because this plot is so stupid. Uh. Let's do a top line of the plot, then chuck it and just talk about the fight. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So that. So, because, uh, you know, you guys can watch this. And again, I think the plot was totally fine. It's a fine movie, yeah. but it's a little too long. And that's not 
I, the, that's what this movie does best is all the stuff around it. So right. we'll go through like Cranston. His bit is really interesting because he's there with his wife and then they get there's an explosion and a radiation leak. It kills his wife in, in a very I hate like that. I, I hated loved that part where it's like she can't get out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like the suspense was amazing uh and then you know they quarantine out the area and uh we have uh uh the son ford 15 years later Mm -hmm. right uh and he's he's so that's he that's military man right yeah yeah military boy military man yeah military boy turns into a military man man Mm -hmm. he was once a military boy now he's a military man (laughs) and so he lives in san francisco with his wife ellen his son sam um and you know he's trying to find an explanation for the catastrophic event he reunites with his dad he says, like finds. I think this was the most I had to suspend my disbelief in this entire film was him getting this data and feeling like he could have been smart enough to, to figure <laughs> out what the fuck what it was about. I was like, bullshit, man! You are yeah. running on a battery. Yeah, you would you, you, you would you would have to find a smarter person. Like, help, 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 help. Yeah, no, oh, please. I don't believe I'm just thinking, like, have I ever son. have I ever cared about like a human element? And I, I think in a Godzilla movie, I think I do, and it's usually just when the professor yeah. himself is so motivated, yeah, yes. to understand this creature, like it's his life work, and that's when I start to care about the humans. Otherwise, this is like you know, it's an A plot, B plot. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me see more of the B plot, which yeah. should be the A plot, the yes. Godzilla. Yeah, yes, exactly. So then we get so really all you need to know for the rest of the film. I'm gonna skip forward to basically where Serizawa and and uh and Sally Hawkins character Graham they tell they tell a military man that they work for Monarch and Serizawa is like we knew about uh we knew that uh this monster the thing that attacked the plant that you're thinking about was not Godzilla it's these mutos massive unidentified terrestrial organism and it's and he's trying to figure out how how where they came from they're ancient like kind of similar like from the same cradle of life godzilla sort of thing but then the radioactive materials power them up and they they put themselves into like a a, a dormant state until or or, or when the radiation uh, subsided so then when the radiation comes back up they you know they power themselves back up so that's important for what we're dealing with. Uh, and then we have, uh, you know, that Godzilla was in a similar state when he was awakened in 1954. So now we kind of just like know what's going on. Uh, we also don't really learn much about Monarch and its big plans in this one. It's just laying the groundwork that they exist. Right. Um, so, uh, great. I mean, that's all we need to know about the people, I think. Um, so I was reading the right? uh, the background yeah, of yeah. It's just the kiss of death scene. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh God, man, it's so brutal. Yeah, and it smokes and too. Like when his neck, yeah, bars, and he's holding his fucking head. Yeah, that I'm like, that's the American influence, oh, like right? God, that, I love that it. Metal, like yeah, yes. I'm <laughs> like yes, do that, more that, that. less this guy <laughs> yeah less oh well godzilla did something crazy like after godzilla kisses does a kiss of death on the muto they go right to aaron taylor johnson's face and he's and just like, sitting there Dang. and the lights the lights come back on off oh, yeah good good i could finish my word search because you know that man doesn't do a crossword <laughs> <laughs> like, <come on>. um <laughs> so so uh 
so they they know that these mutos are are out and there's an a, an emp they cause an emp that, that that's in honolulu because one the one that took off from japan lands in hawaii right and he causes an emp and it's feeding on uh the subs nuclear warheads so they're just being attracted by the nuclear radiation i thought this was a really good way to teach americans that don't know about godzilla like the mechanics yeah i right. thought that was great right right so they cause all this bullshit but then they are approaching like the train they're trying to get like they're they're basically trying to feed on nuclear radiation and um and then on the other side of the city Godzilla is arriving and he creates a tsunami and it just destroys Waikiki. By the way, quick aside, I think that uh, I just read the the backstory of the Mutos and uh, Edwards wanted to give them kind of a backstory. Originally, mm. they were just pitched as ancient uh, enemies of Godzilla and they thought, <laughs> well, that's not enough. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. They, they gave them this, uh, this design and this backstory that they lay their eggs on the dead bodies of uh you know like uh, creatures especially large kaiju and so when they found these these uh these eggs then that attracted godzilla back to the surface to try to destroy these eggs oh that's great yeah that's nice. great like see that. just making that like streamlined because it's kind of buried in all of these details yeah. is like pfft. like just just let us know that and get straight to it yeah. I, and I would love that hokey scene in every Godzilla movie where they're at Hell the UN, yeah, the Japanese UN, and they're like, they open up a dinosaur, a literal dinosaur a book, book, and they're like, and they just describe the plot. I'm like, yes, that's all I yeah. need. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. Can you just do that, please? We, that's all we need. That's what do we, we need? need when we're watching wrestling? We're like, they're like, I don't like you because you took my girl. And yeah. then they're like, great, everyone take your clothes off and we're fighting. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> get real comfortable so we can fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> and so then they go, uh, that's really good to know because then the they, the mutos also, they send out this, uh, um, they send out a signal, an echolocation signal to each other so uh-huh. that you can find the other one. Godzilla and, and the first muto have this scrap. He flies off, leaving Godzilla. and But then it's been videotaped, so now, now they can't keep the secret any longer. So they know Godzilla's hunting the muto and Sarazawa figures that out and that I think this is where they basically figure out that like once st- the other one broke out of its thing and started attacking Las Vegas and they're sending out signals because they're trying to find each other right because they want to fuck yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. And, they want to get busy yeah. also I learned this about the mutos the the female of the species they call them I think it's a dimorphic sexually dimorphic species so the female is like much bigger than the male and mm, the, that's why mm-hmm. the mama is like the huge one it's the real main bad guy oh, bad that's girl great. yeah and then the little ones are males and that's what the that's what the species is so they're really following like more nature sort of yeah. thing yeah. right okay cool. and uh, I also read that uh, the inspiration for the design came from Jurassic Park Alien Starship Troopers and King Kong Very, oh that reads yeah, I can totally see it. And then uh, it got some criticism because some people didn't like the design. They said it was too similar. I think you mentioned that, Ify, to the Cloverfield monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. It definitely had. Did you mention that earlier? I don't that, remember. I, don't, I didn't mention the, the, that in this episode, but I did feel that way. That they, it, yeah. They, uh-huh. Some people didn't like that it, it was. I didn't see I too didn't much of it. I did not like then... it, but, uh, but you definitely see it in when they're standing up, less when they're flying. Uh, they have right, that right, kind right. of arm situation. Yeah, they look uh, like k- kaboo tops. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But here's the thing. If he does look like the Cloverfield monster, which he kind of does, 
That's even better because Godzilla yeah. would eat the Cloverfield monster alive yeah. and like fucking floss with his bones. Yeah. Right. So we, boom. Yeah. I will say you see the mutos way more than you see the Cloverfield monster, which I did not have a problem with. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. I like it. But like you really don't see it like the, how I saw the Cloverfield monster was when they revealed the like uh, the model of it online. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. what it looked like. Yes. Yes. So now we fast forwarded past the, the boring parts of the plot because now we can go to the like this is where they should have like they should have explained it and then cut straight to the train that they're trying to take it out with outside of san francisco yeah that was dope right like the train where then she destroys it yeah and then like and and then everybody dies like that whole fucking chase with the train and everything was wild as fuck yeah like a train like basically a train chase with kaiju I'm in. Yeah. I'm a fucking hundred percent in. And then, then they go, uh, like Ford is the only one that survives again. Uh, uh, the, uh, so then the other, the one warhead is eaten by the Muto. Yeah. And then they like, that was a cool scene. They march of the penguins. Oh yeah. Warhead. (laughs) The other one. (laughs) We are all sharing this now. Yep. And then the other one goes to San Francisco, steals a warhead. Yeah, so then it's like this steals the warhead, and that's that's when the male Muto does his march of the penguins. Yeah, he marches it across the Antarctic front. <laughs> um, and then, then uh, Godzilla. Then Godzilla shows up at the Brooklyn Bridge. Or I mean, the Brooklyn Bridge, the San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, uh, which was du- also. Can we talk about this scene? <laughs> that was fucking cool as yeah. hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He emerges. It's the fucking Golden Gate Bridge. You see the cable snapping, yeah. which I thought was a great hit to Jurassic Park. Ooh, Remember yeah. when you can't see in the like uh, the, the the power goes down and they're like, "What happened? Where's the T Rex?" And then it's like, super cool. I loved it. I loved it. Um, so then we do. This is where now we get to the cool the parachuting. Yeah. Which oh, the parachuting, it was so cool. So cool. Yeah. See, now it's like, that's, this is why I think if they had cut just that chunk in the middle down oh, yeah. 20%, this would have been basically a perfect Godzilla film okay. B- because like it would have been just so, I would have been a hundred percent on board. And I think a lot of the Americans that were like, would have really loved it because yeah. once you get to this, like the train, when you go from the train, it's nonstop action the rest yeah. of the time. And it's just like melts your face off. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's when the movie really started to pick up is after the, mm-hmm. the train. Because I remember that's when I started feeling engaged in the movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was, it's almost like, you know, maybe uh, skip the first act. Here's my theory. Maybe they should have cut Brian Cranston from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I maintain that they should have kept Brian and killed Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> oh, uh, military boy. Yeah, military boy. Yeah, well... GI regular Joe. Maybe I'll make it. Maybe we should make a <laughs> Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero super cut of this. You know, a director's Ooh. cut. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, that dude. Would people be have done that on archives.org. Really? George and Haley cut. They've done not that. Th- not with this, but they've cut other films and stuff on yeah. archives.org. You know, can I say a quick aside? I have this friend who thought, you know, um, the second Batman movie, The Dark Knight, yeah. uh, was a masterpiece. And he insisted that the entire plot with Harvey Dent needed to be cut from the movie. So he invited people over to his house one night to watch Batman, and he made his own cut of it, and everyone was so pissed at him. (laughs) Myself, first of all, I called him an idiot. From the get go, I'm like, you're an idiot. Don't. So, so before he before he played it, did he let y'all know he cut? No, 
And <laughs> so, so this bozo invites. I'm like, where do you get off? First yeah. of all, touching another man's work, and then not telling your friend, yeah. warning us to you're wasting our time. Can you? Can you? How dare you? So how was it? How was it without Harvey Dent? Oh man, it, I'll tell you what. It was just a lot of yelling from angry people. <laughs> <laughs> Like what the fuck are you doing in this movie? Yeah, did, did, did what? Like it's so interesting. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> did he feel vindicated at all, or did he realize he was wrong? No, he never learns. He never learns anything. <laughs> this guy, he's like, well, you guys are idiots. You didn't give it a chance. We're like, no. First of all, maybe if you would, had told us ahead of time, oh, you yeah. know, you can't do that. You oh, kidnapped yeah. us. Yeah, you kidnapped us. <laughs> What? And Harvey Dent is great. Like that's it's a great. Aaron, Nobody. Uh, I've never met an, as, as, any two people who have that same opinion that Harvey Dent needed to be cut from that yeah. movie. Not at all. He's not like Brian Cranston in Godzilla 2014. But anyway. <laughs> 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 Which we all agree. <laughs> Which y'all. By the way, have you guys seen the first episode of the morning show? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. That was a lot of yelling. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? What's the morning show? I mean, the, if you watch the first episode. It's like the newsroom on steroids. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like n- newsroom. No. What if Me Too happens during the newsroom? Yep. And I mean, and everybody felt like they needed to yell more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. only way to solve sexual harassment is just a with Andy, regular harassment. <laughs> with Andy Dick on the newsroom, and you know Me Too had to have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Andy Dick was on that, right? He was on news radio. News, oh, that's what I was thinking. News radio. <laughs> oh my gosh, news radio shot like newsroom. <laughs> Oops. If Andy Dick was in the newsroom, I was like, that's amazing. I don't know what you guys can't imagine. Andy newsroom. Dick just talking and walking fast. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're doing next. Uh, everybody suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently, it gets really good. The morning show does get really good, like the fourth or fifth episode. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick up from there. But but that first episode, I was like, I'm tired after that. I was what? like, Are you I'm guys rest? What yeah. are you guys talking? Morning show is a TV show. Yes. yes, but it's on Apple TV. That's why you haven't heard. Oh, that's yes. why. That's right. I'm yes. an Android boy. Android Army. What's up? Android yeah. Army. Beep beep. Godzilla's an Android. Boy. I don't believe that for yeah. a second. You don't? Maybe 1998 Godzilla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Godzilla's on the iPhone. He's using emojis. He's using. He's he's doing like a yelling emoji with fire, and he's like, that's. I'm an Apple girl all the way, but yeah. I think he would have a Samsung. No, no, he doesn't like difficult. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is something to weigh in for our fans. Weigh in. Yeah. Do you think Godzilla would use an iPhone or a Galaxy? Or an Android. Yeah, Galaxy, Android. And you know what? Uh, which is closest to Mecha Godzilla and the Android? Because an Android, right? And right. Apple. That's true. So maybe Mecha Godzilla uses an Android. Yeah, I 100% will say that. Yes. <laughs> Godzilla, I Godzilla uses an iPhone because he's just fucking practical. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, just... the, you, the opposite is true. How <laughs> dare you? You know, that's my Harvey Dent moment. I <laughs> Look, Godzilla loves a group chat. He, lo- and, uh, loves yeah. he group would love chat. to be able to name it. So Monster Fam, you know, mm-hmm. for those, the humans I talk to sometimes. Uh-huh. That's true. And also, if Mothra gets an iPhone, which she would, he's going to get an iPhone. See, Mothra would get an iPhone. Mothra is fancy. Mothra is fancy. iPhones are fancy phones. Where uh, so 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 which which like 
Mothra is male or female? A female. female. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just making sure, because I've directed a lot of horny tweets at Mothra and that <laughs> ass. Also, there's like it's a okay, humanoid Mothra that was that came out too. Yeah. Like there was a humanoid, like where it the looks fairies? like- fairies? I guess so. I saw pictures online, but that could have just been Rule Thirty Four. Oh honestly. damn! Oh, but it yeah. looked like they're like they were like this. But someone on the Godzilla Reddit was like, "That humanoid Mothra is kind of hot," and I was like, "What is this humanoid Mothra?" Wait, what? Oh, uh, Haley and I—I I just tweeted this at Haley the other day. There's someone made a, a Gigan action figure that looked like a snack. Uh, this guy—he just <laughs> oh, looked, yeah. he looked like way too sexy. Like Sexy he was, guy again. Yeah, he had, he had like his tail between his legs, but Ooh. in like an erotic way, not at like a weird. The sides, yeah. are, the sides were extra sharp. Yeah, that his hand really. Uh, I, yeah. I felt uncomfortably horny looking I, at this. <laughs> I will say, yeah, I searched humanoid Mothra, and now it's all art. But I will say, when I search humanoid Mothra, the people ask first question: Is Mothra Godzilla's girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Wants to know. <laughs> this is, see, those are the moments I love the internet. Yeah. I love that the internet's like, well, are they dating? They know. like each other. Yeah, yeah, they right? have to, right? <laughs> they have to. Will they, have they to. won't they? They're on again, off again. I but like, because well, Mothra always dies, so she has to regenerate, and yeah. Godzilla. Just can chill. you imagine? Just chilling. Can you imagine a Godzilla Mothra baby, like a Mothra oh Godzilla hybrid? That'd be so That'd sick. Be cool. It would probably yeah, it would be like a dragonfly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. All right. Hire us. All right. Hire, <laughs> Hire us. us. We'll write this. Also, that's something. To make that something to draw for this week, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a fuzzy Godzilla. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my gosh. Maybe the boy's a fuzzy Godzilla and the girl's a dragonfly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so cool. <laughs> draw and them. The, draw them. The fuzzy Godzilla, I'm thinking like orange oh like yeah orange stripes yeah you know yeah. how cool would that fur be huh yeah, yeah. maybe horns oh, like yeah. a little uh, little, little devil horns. baby definitely horns yeah like, uh, if you play any monster hunter definitely huge devil hoe yeah. energy yes you know? yeah okay yep. look since we're just since you brought it up uh if he monster hunter i i tried so hard to get him monster hunter 3 there's just too much too much i yeah. think there's a lot i mean have you tried monster hunter world no, that one's that, more yeah. accessible because that one was made for normies. Uh, <laughs> because and, and I'd say that half jokingly <laughs> because like Monster Hunter had a complicated uh, system. Everything. Like I I played. I've been playing since Monster Hunter Freedom on the PSP, and it wasn't until like my fourth like monster hunter game that i actually knew what i was doing like before i was just fighting monsters and trying my best yeah and then after that like i got the farm cycles i got that because it would say like you'd make armor and it'd say like plus two attack plus you know plus three attack and you know as a normal gamer you'd think oh that if i'm just wearing the plus two attack i have plus two attack and that's not what it was you had to reach threshold so like if you had five points of attack, you had a small attack upgrade. Ten, large, a medium attack upgrade. Uh, Fifteen, large attack upgrade. So that means you had to have all the pieces of connecting armor to have it. So it was a little more restrictive. But now with World, 
a, you have that plus that much, so you can mix and match way better. Great, ah. that's what I want. That's what I want. Maybe I do have. I don't know the one if I you played. You like Souls types? You'll I love. Do I love it, Souls types? Yeah, because it is all yeah, about timing and knowing the monsters and stuff. So I would try World. World might. What be system the one. Are you guys playing this on? I play a lot of games on PC, but I do have it on both PC and PS4 because I'm Monster Hunter super fan, Got and it. I'll buy it on all the platforms. Can I get it on Xbox? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, then I, I'll get it. I, I do it on PS4, and it's just the. This game's got like great reviews, and for as a fan of kaiju stuff. Oh, by the way, oh, real quick aside, Haley, and, and if I got to show you guys this afterwards, I've been playing this game called Earth Defense Force. Oh yeah, I oh, was I just going so to suggest good. that. To oh my you god, it's, when you said as a guy who loves kaiju, oh, it's stupid fun. It is just the it's What's the game. It on, what system is it? It's on, on everything. Okay, got it. It is so much fun. There's a scene uh, like uh, every game I've been playing in the series has a part where you fight as a giant robot against a giant kaiju, what? and you're doing it. In a city with buildings that you can crush, and humans are—is it third person or are you first person? The third person. Oh, great! So you can see the—that's yeah. the important yeah. thing—is I don't like. Run- yeah. I want to be able to see that I'm being cool. <laughs> like I hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a problem sometimes with the first person things because I'm like. Well, I don't get to see myself being cool. I'm just like well, being the shooter. That is kind of funny. Like in Apex Legends, I play it a lot and I buy all these skins and I was like, I never get to see the skins because I'm in first person. Exactly. I no. like to see it. That's why I love Zelda. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, go buy those games. I'm going to buy it. What's it called? Earth, Earth Defense, Defense Force. Force. Yeah. Five, five. 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 Reminds me of the United Nations Godzilla Defense. Yeah. UNGC. Uh, yeah. Yeah. UN Godzilla Defense Force. Love it. So uh, so let's close. Let's close out because we're at the... We're at the pinnacle of the movie here. Yeah. So we get that halo drop into San Francisco, right. which is uh, arguably, and I saw this going around on Twitter a couple months ago. People were talking about their favorite moments in recent Godzilla films, and a lot of people said the halo drop, yeah. which I totally agree. I, I think for, that's great. I mean, I, I think the kiss of death is higher. Price. It's on the screen now. It's about to happen. But so I, cool. I, yeah, the kiss of death is easily the best. But um, although in uh, Godzilla King of Monsters too, I like the fatality in that as well. But this, yeah. this, uh, this halo drop thing is so fucking cool and I'd forgotten about it until we saw it on uh, uh you know I watched it again and it's just it's beautiful to watch mm-hmm. it's so much fun you could pluck that and put it in any number of movies anything like uh what was that interstellar movie remember interstellar yeah, yeah. when they went to the planet um there was a, a scene in the movie where they went to a planet and it was like a kind of a different time zone or whatever but they had to transport down to this planet you could take this drop scene and put it in so many different movies and yep. it would be so cool yeah it's so fucking cool and then t- the intensity they're just like staring down the sun and going i mean like everything about it is just like hold your breath and go it really is and they even use these streamers on these uh, on them um it's just it's a lot of it's a really exciting scene to watch it's really fun to watch and they go into the fog of san francisco too so you don't really know like choosing that to go into san francisco is such a great choice too because it's like no there's gonna be always a thick fog in the evening time so like it just you don't know what you're getting into and then they go through the clouds so you're like going with them and you're and then they do this awesome picturesque almost uh almost renaissance-esque like painting sort of thing where they drop through and then once they come out it's just the city's on fire you can see all these like famous san francisco landmarks and then they're flying in like they're just like falling stars It's it's so Fucking cool! And Absolutely, then boom! Godzilla's right there. It's, uh, and it's he's battling the mutos. <laughs> so cool. And, and they did. And, and Gareth, uh, 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 Gareth Edwards did a really good job of showing the action from the point of view of the uh, the the skydiver 
because you can see, you know, the fog of war, the water on his uh, on his lands. It's kind of obfuscating what's going on. It adds to how scary this must be if you were actually skydiving down with Godzilla fighting a giant Muto. And that's honestly, that's what they should have. To both of your points from earlier, that's exactly how they should have framed the human story in this, is just trying to survive it. Yeah. So these like guys are just trying to get through and see what they can do to hold off while somebody smarter figures something yeah. out. <laughs> like right. that's, that's the other thing. You guys said about the scientist is somebody you want to follow. Yes, exactly. He's the person you want to follow. You don't want to follow the dumb guy that's like... <laughs> He should be the one you're checking in with every once in a while because he's just trying to survive yeah. it. And the scientist has to come through and come up with the solution. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's the thing. That's what gives it the strength. It's like the the even in the nineteen fifty-four one, the the hot hero guy is uh Akira Takarada. That's right. Who I, I met and took a picture with, which Whoa. we will be wow. talking about on next episode because yeah. Haley Mancini got herself into Godzilla's sixty fifth birthday. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Thanks, studio audience. Hey, what happened to our guy? Guy that takes his dick out. Is he still there? Oh, there he oh, yeah. <laughs> Every episode. Now that's a big boner. Yeah, well, he's Damn. still thinking about that guy, Gan, the real yeah. hot Ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> the Godzilla sexy guy, Gan. Real horny. Uh, yeah, but I met Akira Takarada, but he's like the hot hero in it. But then, you know, Sarazawa, the original scientist in that, sacrifices himself and doesn't come back up. And it's like devastating in the yeah. 1954 one. So having that is just. I, that was the thing I was missing. Now on the fight, they uh, they get the nest. They get like the the people get the uh, other warhead out of the nest, but the fight is on, and this shit's rad as hell. It's so cool. They tear up. They they tear the fuck out of San Francisco. Yeah. Can I They're say there, there's town. there's one scene with the Muto that I remember being um, really really gross. It just made me want to barf real hard. It was um, when Muto was walking around with her egg sac. Oh, yes. But they gave it the physics of testicles. And I'm like, barf. I don't want to. Yeah, they're jiggling the around and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they're glowing, know. right? Yeah. 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 It's not like, I don't know. It's super gross. Anytime I see it, even my own, I'm like, oh, I don't need that. <laughs> like, I don't need to see. I don't need to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And they and like the they do this crazy showdown and then the and then the one thing our military man does right is blows up the nest of eggs which yeah. it takes like actually does help Godzilla that's the one time we've helped yeah. Godzilla because it, it tell, takes their attention away and then uh, and that helps him like regroup for the main showdown and this showdown is like so fucking good because the mutos can fly and they can climb on stuff better than Godzilla but Godzilla's just fucking pure brute force yeah yeah just this this is the power of thick Godzilla he's you know he's he's thick. done the lifting Ooh. he's done the things he needs yeah. to do yeah. to push that weight he's he's Those almost Godzilla like shoulders it's almost like a 1920s style like brute boxer versus yeah. like yes. <laughs> you know versus like maybe like a Muay fighter or oh, something yeah, yeah. You know, like different proportions, and the Muto looks like you know the, a, a good fighter, a decent fighter in his own right, but not no match. He's got <laughs> yeah, no match for that. Step the fuck down, kid. Different and weight class. Yeah. He takes this. He takes out the small, the the male Muto. He tail slams him into forty four Montgomery Building, uh, and 
uh, the building collapses and it pins Godzilla under. Yeah. But he takes, I mean, that tail swipe was a 15 out of 10. Yeah, <laughs> I, super cool. Oh, yeah, my boner. That was just Haley. That was just yeah, my yeah, boner. Yeah. I got a monster boner. Yeah, yeah, that one is fairly large as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to rival other boner. Yeah, men. yeah. Uh, so then they they get, they go to the bay, the team goes to the bay, they were like, hey, we can't disarm the, the warhead. We're going to get it out to the ocean so we don't endanger people and then um the the muto she's the ma- the lady is back and she uh, kills like everybody in the crew right she like yeah. kills everybody except for military man and he tries to he tries to get the boat out but she wants that fucking she wants that warhead it's a cool it's a cool scene i like that boat. i liked it yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a cool scene it just seems kind of silly wait wait why was <laughs> why was the muto chasing the boat because the warhead's on it yeah oh that's she right. he's it, on yeah. it yeah and he and he points a pistol at 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 it like it was right. gonna do anything yeah he brought a knife to a gunfight yeah yeah and then that's and when that's when our boy yeah. comes in and rips that head off and barfs down her oh neck God. yeah well barfs down the neck first and then rips the head off and then yeah. rips so that cool. off and then roars <laughs> it's so cool it's like you know that moment oh I call it the I call it the uh uh dun 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 dun, dun moment the Jurassic because Park. it's like we have because yeah. it's like when they're being surrounded by the raptors at the end yeah. and then Godzilla yeah. comes in and it just beats the shit out of him and then yeah. he roars and then dinosaurs when dinosaurs rule the earth the banner falls to the ground <laughs> is like that that is a, it, it is exactly like that super cool I would only um think that it, it could be improved if Godzilla then finished destroying the city like yeah. <laughs> yeah. he just he was like I'm gonna destroy San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. a treat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can destroy one San Francisco as a treat. Yeah, as a treat. Yeah, as a treat. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, his San Francisco treat, yeah. <laughs> San Francisco, the San Francisco treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, they, they, I don't know, he gets the boat out to see it detonate it, whatever. Um, but then, then this is where we we set up in this um, in this version of American Godzilla that he's in the aftermath of everything. They think he's dead and he's like just lying in the city because he collapses. Like yeah. everything took it out of him, and the people think he's dead. And then they, the military or the media starts debating his role, and he eventually goes back out to sea. And people, some people like him, some people hate him, and all that stuff. And so that, and that's the end of this film. But that's the thing I I did feel like was missing from King of the Monsters a little bit more. See, that's why I bring up the two the twins and yeah. who, like I think digging into are they good, are they bad more. Uh, would have been better for King of the Monsters. Yeah. Even though I loved King of the Monsters, I think it could have been, this was a great setup to just having it like, the, and they touched on it, but like leaning into like the zealots yeah. uh, that would be like, Godzilla yeah. is our savior that was like in the comic when we reviewed the comic a couple mm-hmm. years ago or like a couple episodes back and everything. Like that's the kind of thing, the human thing, that's what I want to see the humans acting as one collective, yeah. uh, as a character, like, uh, archetypal characters oh yeah you know like that's what I, i'd like to see but that being said i thought this was a pretty fucking good introduction to the franchise yeah. for the average american 
I will say if it didn't have that scene, the barf neck scene, um, I would have been ever so slightly disappointed in this one. But that really, it was such oh, a so powerful good. scene. It really, I feel like, saved the movie. It was so cool. You feel like it saved the movie? Not saved it, but like pushed it over the edge. I was that, like, I that. saw it with you. You really liked it. I movie. did, yeah, I yeah. did. So I'd say, I should say pushed it over the edge into like awesome territory. I, yeah. Uh, but like, uh, Haley, I think you're right when you said it. it, it the pacing, it, it could use like a 20-minute trim somewhere maybe yep. i'll send this cut to my buddy with the uh uh the the harvey dent <laughs> <laughs> Void of that person yeah it's like yeah well good good films are are made great films are are edited, edited that's right <laughs> yeah. yeah like that's the kind of thing is like offense wins games defense wins championships um you know like- so super fun movie um <laughs> This is a super fun movie. I I mean, uh, we'd all I think we'd all recommend this, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Um it's been a minute, but we do have some voicemails. Should we uh play some voicemails? Yeah, let's play some yeah. voicemails. Yeah. Okay, here's the first one. This is um Haley, I'm sorry to say someone's calling out your nerd cred. Uh, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I, hey, I always, by the way, I always say, like, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong about this. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this guy doesn't mince his words. Let's oh my this. god. All right, I got some serious issues here. <laughs> What, what kind of nerd is Haley if she can't remember Tom fucking Servo from Mystery Science Theater? Oh. <laughs> it's Camba, Tom Servo. Cool. No, shit, I fucked it up. Camba, Tom Servo, Gypsy, Crow. Those are the robots. You guys are pathetic nerds. <laughs> thank okay. you yeah i am a pathetic nerd i love it, it he did say he was gonna call back but i didn't play the correct one um here is here's another one uh this one's this one's a little is this bit also calling me out mm, he's calling us out oh uh, great 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 but in the in the nicest way this Aww. is a, a nice a nice correction and he also ends it uh on a question for us okay, uh, good, good. yeah listen to this hey there it's your boy again random dollar just chilling here in la traffic and listening to the last two podcasts, which, by the way, are great, as per usual, uh, I wanted to make two quick point notes. Uh, first one is from the 1985 Godzilla. Uh, you were saying that the roar you use, Maddox, sounds similar to the 1985 one. It probably actually sounds more like the Showa Godzilla, as oh. it's a little bit louder in its tone. The 85 Godzilla was a little bit lower um, in its roar. Yeah, and then the second one was from Terror of Mechagodzilla, where you were trying to equate what Mechagodzilla looked like with its head popped off and its brain exposed. Yeah. And that Mystery Science Theater sure character man. is uh, Tom Servo, so those are two points. But one check in with a question. Um, recently, Grand Seiko, or a watch brand, made a Shin Godzilla themed watch and did it with the creator of Shin Godzilla to design it. And the watch is worth uh, north of $12,000. And I was curious to know if you two thought there was too much money um, that would go into an item that you would pay for. So do you think $12,000 is way too much for a Godzilla-themed watch or is it justifiable? So that's all. Good show as per usual. Cheers. All right. Oh, no. Very different energies. Yeah. yeah. Said, right <laughs> Very different. That definitely feels like the combo, like the first fight you have in a relationship, and then you come back. It was like, okay, now let's really hash this. <laughs> now that right. now that we've you know let out our. Our, our our emotions. Yeah, let's really start to work on this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's so true. And I assure you, I will not get that right in the future. Now I'm going to get it wrong as a point. 
to right? make a point. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't have any. I've, I've said this before. I don't. I have a like very bad memory for a lot of these types of things and names that go with yeah. characters and stuff. So, you know, I'm bad with trivia, with the, especially this kind of stuff. And I also consider geography trivia. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I'm very few. One of the very few people who do. Um, but uh, yeah, there's bands I've listened to for years. Don't know a single person in the band. Same here. Same yeah, here. And I don't care to. I do appreciate them chiming in and fixing it though. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, thank I do you appreciate coming. that. Uh, and if we had a lot of money, if I were like super rich, yeah. twelve thousand dollar Godzilla watch, hell yeah. Yeah, I would consider it, but I'd still I don't think I could ever justify spending it. However, I do think that the price is appropriate. Um I you know it yeah, should be I saw be, that watch, it's amazing. Yeah. Godzilla uh, Godzilla sized you know, anything that's Godzilla size like that and you're buying a watch, it should be very expensive. Yeah. Because Godzilla would be an expensive boy. For sure. Although he would still use an Android because he's also, <laughs> he likes to get Debatable. shit done, you know. Oh my God. He likes to, he likes to have his apps that have uh, permissions to take pictures with his images yeah, and yeah. share those images across apps. That's what Godzilla yeah. would do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, the, you know. The amount of times Godzilla has been bamboozled by other monsters lets us know that he's He's he lives recklessly. He'd mm-hmm. uh, you know get his iCloud uh, hijacked. Oh. Him and Mothra's uh, nudes. nudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He is reckless. Godzilla's password was password. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. He <laughs> pissed off the big boy. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we've got big, uh, big legs. <laughs> we've got one more real oh, quick. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I wasn't. Uh, I'll just play the voicemail here. All right. Hold up. This is gonna blow your guys' mind. I need you to compare the Godzilla Hanna Barbera cartoon theme with the score from Godzilla 1985. Call me back when you do. You're gonna love it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. we can't. We can't call you back. But uh, I did. <laughs> I did listen to the score right before we recorded okay. the 1985 score, and I don't see it. I don't, and I and the 19 uh, uh, the Hanna Barbera cartoon is goofy. I don't see a similarity between the scores, so I don't get. Oh, you know what? Maybe he's referring to. But I haven't. Let's. So you feel that way, but then I haven't listened to it. So let. Yeah. What, so yeah. what are the two songs we're looking? Right. 1985, the score of Godzilla from 1985. Uh, versus the Hanna Barbera cartoon score, which I don't know. Well, you listen to the Hanna Barbera score. Yeah, and it's real goofy. Godzilla, yeah, that's Godzilla right. What can make a tunnel this big? My scientific training tells me nothing. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, I'll listen to that. Yeah. I'll listen to those two before the next episode, and Wait, I will weigh in. Yeah. You know what someone pointed out to me yesterday that I was like, it's similar, but definitely not completely the same? The Big O theme and uh, the Flash Gordon theme. Oh, interesting. I the, can't hear either of those. Yeah. Oh, Big O is one of the best. Uh, one of, I don't know. Yeah, it's up there. It's in my top 10 to, animes, okay. but it's like Mecha Batman. Ooh. It's this like rich, suave dude who like at night goes inside of Big O and has uh, monster battles. Oh my God, that's amazing. For sure. Ooh, we got to review that on here. Yeah, that sounds Hell cool. Yeah. And that, and by the way, Big O, is, it sounds like for sure an Android user. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Fight, All fight, right, I'll fight, take it. Fight. 
Um, so, uh, uh, is that all the voicemails we have? That's all we have. Um, and uh, before we wrap up the show, too, if you, we yeah, always like we to ask, ask our guests. Yeah, we about your kaiju. Yeah, what would your kaiju be like? What would it be Ooh. named? What would its powers be? Um, uh, yeah, I think, you know, anytime I think of a kaiju that I might have, it definitely would uh, start off uh, with a lizard base because right. you have to, you know, pay your respect to, uh, to the god. So, uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know definitely some thick thighs. Hell I think yeah. a two pronged tail, you know, Ooh. coming with that that young like Ghidorah vibe. Hell yeah, you know. Uh, and I think well. four arms, you know, yeah. four four oh, arms, badass. and I'm talking about thick Godzilla arms that we're seeing in the movie that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, it definitely would have like a dino head, but I'm thinking like a unicorn horn, Dude, one that's that great. Uh, like almost the horn itself kind of splays out and creates an armor around the head. Oh! like that. Yeah, yeah. that is cool. So you got, you know, two prongs near the neck and then one extra long prong deer, uh, from the head. And maybe it could conduct, like, if it if there's a lightning storm, it can take in the electricity and then you could oh, yeah. channel it out. Gosh, yeah, yeah. So it's like Goro yeah. and Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Goro? Goro's yeah. from Godzilla. Yeah. That's, that's one of his yeah. skills. Yeah. Is, you yeah. know, he holds you down with forearms and just zaps that's you. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love it. What is it? Does it have a name? Ibizilla? Uh, no, uh, um, Pike. I like it. Pike. Pike. Okay, so guys, draw it, tweet it to us. Yeah. At zero underscore Godzilla. That's Z E R O underscore Godzilla. And if you were, where can people find you? Oh, uh, it's if you wadi way, I F Y N W A D I W E on Twitter and Instagram. If these on Twitch, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Twitch at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Thursday, hosting Super Punch. So tune in. We're doing all types of fun, nerdy stuff on there. Absolutely. I've been seeing these clips. They're a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And I definitely follow Ify on Twitter because you're always doing a bunch of stuff. And it's (laughs) I love love following you. That way I can keep track of, like, because this man is working. Yeah, yeah. Everything, all the time, to. everywhere. And by the way, if I saw the the clip you had, where I think it was uh, Grand Theft Auto, where you were trying to dive out oh, of the yeah, plane and land into a pool. <laughs> Super! Oh my gosh, it was so satisfying when I when you finally yeah, did it. I was so surprised. Yeah. at how satisfying that was for me. Super fun. Oh, I gotta see that. And uh, Haley, where can people find oh, you? People can find me at Haley Mancini on Twitter. And I'm at Maddox Rules on Twitter or at, uh, shit, I forget, uh, Real Maddox. That's, the, one. that's, that's, the, uh, that's, that's the other one. Everywhere else is Real Maddox. Great. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, for George and Haley. Until next time. I've invited you Whoa. here to discuss something <laughs> that's very Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>